Welcome to the Digital Workflow Dentistry Podcast Series. We help dentists adapt, adopt, and advance in the world of dental technology. For more information about upcoming lectures, webinars, and podcasts, please go to our website, www.digitalworkflowdentist.com, at Instagram, at Digital Workflow Dentistry. Good afternoon, dental internet world. My name is Dr. Vishal Sharma, and I'm once again here alongside my friend and colleague, Dr. Mike Parchewski. Mike, it's a beautiful day in Calgary, Alberta. It feels like we were in winter only a week ago, uh, and we've entered really a new season, if you will. And if that's not a great segue into our newest podcast with our guest from New Tooth, I don't know what is. Great. Thanks, Vish. Uh, Good to see you. Uh, It's been a bit of delay, so we've been traveling quite a bit. Um, I definitely feel this 2023 has been that return to education. And with us today to talk about getting more dentists into digital education is Christine Kopas. Christine is from Shell Dental Labs in the Kelowna area. And she comes to us uh, with a product uh, called New Tooth. And she's going to talk about that and a lot of the other different types of technologies she trains on. And I know Christine, she's a, a digital implementation specialist and also a practice management consultant. So she does have a lot of background in dentistry, uh, helping dentists to get better with digital technology. So welcome, Christine. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, Christine, you kind of have a dual role because I know you're you're helping a, a, a dental lab launch a new product, which is really, which is what we're going to get into and talk about. But also, you have a history of being a trainer, educator. Uh, I know dentists that have, have learned from you on how to use their scanners better. And so I think this new role that you've taken on is, is very exciting. But tell us about your roles. Tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you to the, to the New Tooth uh, project. Okay. Um, so my background, I used to be a dental assistant. Um, and I did that many years ago. Um, but as I uh, developed, um, I started to be, I worked for different companies such as Orm Dental Ceramic. Actually, I had all of Alberta and British Columbia as my territory, a local lab here in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that dentistry was changing. It was very exciting, but I didn't just want to be a dental assistant. I also wanted to do different things and to become a consultant of any um at all, which is actually what I really wanted to do is help dentists to grow their businesses. You had to do some travel. So I worked for different companies, um, doing different education, doing different training. And then I got into the um, uh, training realm by uh, working with a company called Arjun. Arjun actually purchased a company called Castle Mills in Kelowna. Um, they were the largest metal manufacturer in the world. That's a lot of where a lot of dentists get their gold and they mm-hmm. do refining. Um, but when they purchased Castle Mills, they wanted to become more digital. They wanted to be part of that digital realm. And so they ended up taking um, the three-shaped trios on and they were had the rights for it for all of Canada. So I realized that it was definitely part of the future and I went across Canada implementing that scanner and realized that dentists needed the support. Dentistry back then, uh, 10 years ago, um, only about five to 8% of dentists were digital at all. So implementing an interoral scanner um, was challenging back then. It's not as tough as it is now. It's about, it's a little more than that, but that's kind of how I got started. And then I joined Shell and um, 
started to grow their learning center by implementing training and education to associates and dental assistants, basically. So. Well, it's quite the interesting story. I think you've uh, clearly articulated how you got into the dental field and what that progression and evolution um, has certainly been from assisting to consulting. Um, what are the big challenges that you're facing right now in this more accepting digital world of dentistry? Uh, obviously, 10 years ago, I can imagine it would have been really trailblazing and uh, trying to convince people that this was the future. Now that we know that it, it's not just the future, it's the present, what are the major challenges that you're facing? I would say implementation. I would say the fear of going digital is real. And so um, about five, uh, four or five years ago, um, I realized that it would be actually Jonathan and Jamie Shell realized bringing me on board, but offering free training other than just training by dental companies selling scanners, but saying, you know what, if you want to try a scanner, any scanner on the market, come and do it. We'll do it for free. We'll train you on Fridays, any Friday. Friday, this Friday is iTero training. Next Friday is Trios training. Next Friday is Omnicam training before it was PrimeScan. And so we did that because we knew that dental teams new associates, new dental assistants, they needed support to learn how to get everybody digital. If we could start from the supportive team and go up, we knew that then dentists would feel comfortable with that change. And actually, we went from um, our customers, we went from about 10% digital to 80% digital now, which is unheard of as customers for a dental lab. So yeah. We knew that that was the main challenge. It ex- was. You expect almost the opposite percentage, actually. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, and I can echo that uh, that role of of uh, implementation into it is huge, right? Uh, I still remember, and it actually was a dentist from from the Kelowna area that I got into an argument with at PDC uh, a few years back when he was trying to tell me that this that he saw one of my lectures on digital and 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 he kind of came at me as you know digital technology mumbo jumbo and then how fast he can do polyvinyls and polyvinyls are more accurate, and it's just funny like. You know, how that has changed from 2019, which mm-hmm. is not that long ago, yeah. to today, that conversation wouldn't even happen, right? So it's, yeah. it's, uh, well, yeah. and it's only getting, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's only getting more accurate, as we know. Yeah. I mean, we keep hearing how, well, artificial intelligence yeah. and, and the uh, abilities of internal scanners, they're unbelievable now. Mike, is this the same guy that you got into the argument with about how you were saying that Napa cabs are better than Okanagan Merlots, or is this a completely different person? <laughs> I think it's probably the same one. Same one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, tell us a little bit about um, the lab business for you guys at Shell Labs and and how you guys have evolved. Because I've often, you know, with with Vishal and myself, we're we're constantly um, doing we're doing you know in office crowns, mm-hmm. we're doing same day dentistry, and um, I, I'm often looking, how are, de- how are labs surviving? What are, what are they doing to keep, uh, relevant and, and to be supportive? Obviously I know on the front of training and, and helping them to implement, but how else have you guys evolved as a lab to, to continue to be, you know, preeminent in the business? Well, I think, um, they brought me on really to, um, implement digital, but we also realized that the longer a temporary crown, as you know, milling an office, the longer that a temporary crown sits in the mouth, the more that teeth can move and shift. So we knew that if we implemented a digital workflow, such as the new company we have, New Tooth, and we shipped our crowns out within 24 hours, we knew that that, as a dental lab, 
it would decrease our issues with fit and remakes, right? Because, you know, remakes are a certain amount with PVS. We know that there's, a, there's inaccuracies between a, between a PVS and a stone model and having to cut dyes by hand. So we knew that that was a challenge and we thought, well, what can we do so that we can decrease the amount of remakes and the amount of challenges a dentist has chairside? So that's something that we implemented is a 24-hour turnaround for a crown. Not just that, but what we're implementing now is we're noticing, well, I was just at Chicago Lab Day and I was at Lab Day and I went to the dentist show. So I went on the exhibit floor and I watched what um, dental labs and what um, uh, um, other companies are promoting to dentists. And as we know, it's 3D printing. So we know that 3D printing as a dental lab, we have robots actually that run our 3D printers through the rinsing processes. We know that they're not that easy. So we thought, well, another thing that we're beta testing right now is becoming part of that 3D printing process where if a dentist wants to get their own designs or design their own, their own products, we're more than happy to be your 3D printing service, but then you go ahead and finish them and then see how that feels. See if you like it. See if you like taking things in and uh, polishing them and cutting the sprues off. We'd love to be that third party. And that's sort of where we're also going, I would say, is trying to support dentists in 3D printing. If you want to print them, you go right ahead. We just know that it's probably not that easy. Interesting. And, and so a question then with some of the innovations Obviously, you're giving the dentist the capacity to send designs to you and you're manufacturing them. Yes. Is the reverse also true? Are you able to take scans from dentists and then design something and send it back to them for manufacturing? And, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. so that would typically be in obviously aesthetic cases, uh, appliances, Smile et cetera. design, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what portion would you say uh, is is that of the, of the lab business? That's actually what we're just beta testing now. That okay. is just something we're just starting with a few of our close clients. Um, the ability, the, the wonderful thing about New Tooth is that we have um, people that are very digital and their digital acumen is quite high. And when you phone them up and you say, okay, well, if you want to design something yourself, like, okay, iTero now has the ability to take a smile design and automatically export an STL to a dental lab or to themselves mm -hmm. for printing. So... Send it. Give it to us. If you want to do all that, please. We'd be happy to give that a try. So um, it's it's sort of, uh, yeah, that's what we're beginning to do. But yeah. that's not part of the new tooth workflow now, but definitely. Exciting time, yeah. So yeah. so maybe let's, let's, uh, let's get the rabbit out of the hat here. <laughs> and uh, let's just tell us, uh, I know, obviously I know about new tooth. Um, and that's why we're excited to bring you on. But just tell us about the concept of new tooth. In a nutshell, what is it about, and and uh, you know, and, and how is that helping the dentist? Sure. So, New Tooth really is a twenty-four hour turnaround for full contour zirconia, Emacs crowns, anterior and posterior. It's also a twenty-four hour turnaround for Thermoflex night guards. We do custom abutments and crowns for Strauman Nobel and Dense Flyastra in forty-eight hours. But that's a product right? New Tooth is more than a product, it's an actual service. So when we implement a um, customer for a New Tooth workflow, it's really not just about a quick turnaround crown. It's actually about chairside support that allows you to know that the um, case that you're sending is going to result in the product you want. 
So we implemented something called LabChat, and LabChat for a new customer or any customer of ours allows a dentist to immediately submit their intraoral scan, know that they can turn to the right and use their computer and just sort of go, hey, how does this look? Would you please take a look? And as a new user or a new user to digital or a new user to new tooth, we can actually take a look at that scan immediately, which Mm -hmm. we do. We give them immediate feedback, which the patient has no idea. And then they're able to make those changes and also learn what new tooth needs and what digital needs so that we can make sure that the product's the best. So that so that's kind of like, you know, that margin needs to be better. Exactly. Mike, uh, switch from your 2.5 to your 4.5 <laughs> loops. Or you because or would they just reply, Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is giving me it's giving me PTSD with dental school, actually. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. What was our marking scale? Eight J, out of eight out of ten. A, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The letter scale. True. And it's actually quite fun because you'll, you know, it's really great because when they do have a margin that's going over or they'll apologize before they even send it, they'll go, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's a really tough one. And guess what? We know that. And we're good at what we do. So we know that we can work with what it is that we get most of the time. But yeah, if you can go back and just do something to change that, we find that that's pretty helpful. Of course, it uh, improves your end result. Mike and I are obviously big into single visit crowns. And one of the things I love is the instantaneous feedback when you're designing that. But in multiple restoration cases, we're typically not designing it at the same time. It's just not feasible. So uh, I guess having that person over uh, over chat would be certainly really, really helpful. Like I said, you just have to get over the psychology of of deep-seated fears (laughs) from dental school. So, uh, Christine, tell us how um, a dentist who would be interested in this component, I can think of a number who are are on the cusp of going digital but are concerned about having to design themselves. It's just not within their digital acumen, as you mentioned. Uh, How can they get involved with NewTooth? Number one, go digital. And the support that we offer going digital can either be remote or on site. Um, and try it. Try an intraoral scanner. Get comfortable with it first. Um, once you're comfortable with it, we actually train you to become a new tooth user. And it's almost like a university. <laughs> you know, you sort of say, okay, here's the first step. Then the next step is this next step. And then um, once they become new tooth or they want to become new tooth, um, if they're not digital, we get them there. Um, if they are digital, they basically go to newtooth.ca. The nice thing is um, when you put in your data, you can just say what scanner you have, yeah. and we can connect with you. You do not necessarily have to find us. We can actually, mm-hmm. if you give us your information, we can say, okay, you got an iTero, we can set up. If you've got a prime scan, we can connect with you. And so what would those training steps be? Obviously, assuming someone has some proficiency with utilizing the intraoral scanner, they're set up with one but they're missing the follow-up uh, flow there. They're either not prepared to do it themselves or um, they have not really set up, set themselves up with a lab that offers the fast turnaround. What would the next steps of training be? It would mostly be do lab chat yeah, because okay. we, you know, we want to make sure that we're giving you the best product, but also we're going to train you chairside on what to give us. And so always a, an intraoral scan that gives us a pre-prep Mm-hmm. is extremely important yeah. for new tooth, right? We want to know what was there before. We want to know if there were any wear or amp fractions, or we want to know what the occlusion was like. And also, um, for new tooth, give us a scan of the bite before that patient is frozen is key. Because if yeah. they can give us a bite before they're frozen, that's an actual pre-prep bite. That gives us the most accurate data. 
that plus the pre-prep plus uh, it's absolutely huge for new tooth and actually for any any lab if you give any lab that they would it's helpful yeah i know your next question you're gonna be critical because it's only available during business hours so on that like 11 p.m friday night when you just have to prep a crown it's not gonna work the <laughs> no. shots, no one's gonna be there. it's like crickets yeah no. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. although i know jonathan at the lab was probably will be there so, I was gonna say. so Jonathan, I'm 11 p.m. You and Jonathan yeah. need a better life. I think, yeah. Mike. Now, one of the things that we've often talked about when we lecture is that design, crown design can be based on ideal form, you know, that immediate dent and sealing, the, you know, the very conservative prep, uh, minimal prep design, all of these big words that are, that are out there. Um, you know, in the ecosystem of dentistry that is, you know, modern planning, as opposed to the full coverage restorations. Now, when you go to a crown in one appointment, you can be very conservative because you have no, no concern about your temporary. What I like about this approach too, and I, and I want to get your feedback on what your dentists are doing, but what I like about it is 24 hours, we only have to have attempt to make it 24 hours. So we're, we're in that where we can still be extremely conservative because we're not going to create gingival irritation in 24 hours. Like we can, we can be fast. So what are your dentists doing for temps on non-conservative um, or on very conservative prep designs? What are they doing for temporaries? Sometimes they don't even do them, especially if they're root canal crown, root canal teeth. They're actually letting the patient go, please don't chew on this side and then getting them back the next day. Um, there's also a few dentists that are utilizing something, a 3M temp. Um, it's a preformed temp, so you don't have to do a impression in advance. Um, it's very um, uh, quick. It really, we've done a timing where you've done a, you know, a, an alginate impression and then made your temp. This actually, those 3M temps are unbelievable for time, and they don't need to be polished. You basically just, they're the preformed, they're unbelievable. And that is something that we are considering including in our new tooth cases. Um, because we believe that the uh, speed of utilizing those is astro- astronomical. Actually. Yeah, and you actually sent me one of those to try out, and literally, um, you basically place it over the prep. It's kind of semi-set, and you can you can mold it, mold it into place, cure it, and then you've got yourself your temp. Uh, it was pretty slick. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. They're quite handy. Yeah, three three you know two three minutes, and uh, you know no no integrity. Uh, was my excitement there. And yeah. so I, I know the new tooth website discusses very specifically the materials utilized, but do you want to tell our listeners what predominant materials um, you guys are using with these? Sure. Yeah. Uh, full contour zirconia. Um, and we do layered. It's um, of course in the pucks. They're, they're beautiful. They're already multi-layered. We do finish them by hand. We do um, still a lot of hand work on them as well, just to make sure that they're perfect. Um, we do thermal night guards. Um, so those are heat activated. Um, we also do custom abutments um, and crowns, crowns for Strauman, uh, Densply, and um, Nobel uh, with full contour zirconia crowns as well. And th- those, sorry, that, those are your 48, 48 yeah. hour They're turnaround? 48 yeah. hour turnaround, yeah. yes. Okay. And to walk us through um, the smile design component, like if we're interested in say, you know, an eight or, or a 10 unit case, what would that workflow be? be? Obviously, the patient comes in. There's preoperative scans and, and images taken that get sent to um, the laboratory. What happens after that? Um, actually, smile design is quite intense. Um, it does take a, quite an expert. We do have anterior specialists okay. that deal with stuff like that. 
Um, but we need full facial photos and balanced. We need to make sure that almost like a grid on the wall where you can actually make sure that the patient's shoulders and head are straight. Mm -hmm. We need smiling and then retracted smile would be the best, like exaggerated smile. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, that's really all you need for, for smile design. I do have to say, though, I get called into the offices a lot for smile design cases, especially immediate dentures. So what people are utilizing, I don't know if you guys have heard the Ivo Smile app. I've yeah. heard of it. I'm not yeah. familiar with yeah. it. Yeah. So it's astronomical. It is so, so good. It's worth the $99 a year um, because you can virtually place a smile in someone's face in 3D and you can move the face and they can speak and talk with those virtual teeth in the mouth. And what we've noticed is smile design, I mean, Itero has it. Uh, Trios has it. Multiple different internal scanners have the opportunity to do chair side smile design. We notice most people don't. Um, it is quite time consuming. Um, so the Ivo smile, especially if you have somebody that is doing a immediate um, denture, it can show, it can choose denture teeth, the Ivo Clar teeth. It can place them in their face virtually. Um, and every single time I've gone into one of our clients' offices with an iPad or an iPhone, and I've done that app with the patient every single time they've accepted. And so at the lab, when we get that um, smile, uh, it actually overlays um, a little bit of the uh, tooth design for us so that we can take a look at that and say, okay, is that actually viable? Will we be able to use that on the intraoral scans that we get, mm. right? It's, uh, it's a really interesting app and it's very AI, it's very... Um, it really wows the patients. What's the turnaround time on any unit case? Uh, smile design. Oh gosh, I would say at least a week. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Because it is quite a, a specific. Yeah, I like the I like the concept of you know digital smile design and the ability for for dentists to get that fast turnaround. Uh, I'll have to check out that app. That sounds pretty yeah, cool because I, I took some notes on it. Yeah, because you know it's it's for us patients are more demanding. Dentists are more demanding, right? Dentists want things faster. Patients want things faster. And so when we can show them the smile design right there in the chair, it's huge. I do know like with the prime scan and in lab, you can do smile design and, and it is, it is neat and interesting and it's, uh, it's not that hard to do and you know, you can get good at it, but I do find it still kind of looks 2D ish. Mm -hmm. You know, it still looks a little gimmicky. Whereas, so I'm really interested in seeing that where you can kind of give them something that looks a little bit more live, um, three-dimensional and on the spot is pretty, pretty powerful stuff. Now, is there anything else you guys are doing exciting on the horizon or what else is coming down the pipeline? Um, we are expanding our services. I can't really say exactly what that is. Definitely 3D printing. Um, is becoming a huge part of what dentists are looking at. So that is going to be part of our services. As I said, we're beta testing. Um, we are looking at doing um, more, I would say more internal scanner training. We've launched a um, rental program where we really are supporting dentists in going digital. Um, they can rent a scanner from us for 500 bucks a month. After a year, you just give it back. But what that does is it allows them Either if you have an existing intraoral scanner and you want to give it to your hygienist, you want to talk to them about soft tissue management, it allows them to have access to um, our services as well as um, use more of their team if you have a scanner and you have it have more scanners in the market. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's all about getting dentists incorporated into digital technology, something that I think we 
know a little bit about isn't that right vish mike has that tattoo on the small of his back it's awkward but yeah. uh hang on he's no. firmly uh in belief of that concept um well we're really interested to hear what maybe some of the more cloak and dagger uh undertakings will be at some point so you'll have to come back and, and visit us and Christine, I see that you brought Mike and I some Emacs crowns. Is that right? <laughs> some local Okanagan wine. Oh, wow. <laughs> Almost, much, much better than a shade A3.5 restoration. So very, very... Thanks for having me. That thank you really so great. much. I, you know, the amazing thing is that you knew that after spending an afternoon with Mike, I have to drink. That's the most remarkable <laughs> part of all this. Christine, thank you so much. We really appreciate uh, you coming in to chat with us. And we're excited to see what New Tooth and your organization has to offer in the, in the near future. Great. Thanks, Vish. Thanks, Christine. For everybody uh, out there who wants to know more about this, see newtooth.ca. And uh, I do know they have a QR code there too that it can, can launch you right in, and they're ready to support you going digital. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Please like or subscribe um, on YouTube at Digital Dentist. Our, our Instagram is at Digital Workflow Dentistry where you can find links to our bios, links to upcoming lectures and webinars, and everything digital. Thanks, everybody.